Hey, what's good, people? AB tapping in. Hey, man, listen, I hope everybody is having a happy holiday season. Um, enjoying time with the fam. Hopefully, Santa got you what you wanted for Christmas. Um, but we're taking a week off. But we got a throwback episode. We can't leave you hanging like that. This one is in the archives from June of 2017. If you know what happened in June of 2017, you know Tupac Biop biopic biopic however the hell you say it you know that finally came out lou and i both saw it at the same damn time and we got a review of that um also if you remember this episode if you've been listening to us for a while you know something very interesting happened during our experience at the theaters if you have not heard this episode then you get to hear it for the first time it was funny as fuck had a good time with this episode a whole bunch of other shit happened too this was the week vic Mesa snapped on dj academics uh, I think Roscoe Dash was like doing Uber and Jay-Z had more W's and some big shit happened for him. So check this episode out. You may hear us referencing music that we're about to play that has been edited out. F you to Spotify because they be hating when we play music now. But enjoy the episode, man. We appreciate y'all hanging in. We'll hear back from y'all in 2023. Yeah, yeah, we cut an intro short too. We, this is serious, you okay? Need to calm down, dog. All eyes on me finally came out. We ain't got time for intros and music and shit. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's your man Animal Brown. I am Spike Lou. Absolutely, man. On Deck TV podcast every Wednesday. Yep. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snap Animal underscore Brown. Follow the On Deck TV podcast page on Instagram and Twitter as well. Also follow the YouTube page to get all the latest updates. And if you like, follow me. I don't talk about much. Uh, about what's nothing. up, man? Uh, man, very eventful weekend. Yeah. By eventful, we Listen. went to the uh, All Eyes on Me Saturday because Friday was sold out. Mm. It was popping in there. Mm. Literally, it almost if, got to popping in there. That's what you call that popping, then I'll go with that. But we'll, we got something for Atlantic Station. Are we going to talk about that now? No, no, no. We'll talk about our interesting movie going experience mm. later on in the show. As we always do around this time, if this is your first time listening, we like to go through a couple of topics that happened during the wait, week. Wait, 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 wait. First, this is the On Deck TV podcast. So we y'all just go said rate, that. subscribe, like <laughs> on the iTunes page. Make sure y'all let us know y'all like what we're doing. And the rap chat on Facebook is where we interact with the fans. And y'all can interact with each other daily, cooler chat about what you got going on in hip hop. Now, now we can we can move on with the damn episode. Yeah, I can't segment, wait to get the to segment this shit. that we made popular. Quick hits, boom ting. Absolutely. Um, Some people caught that. <laughs> All right, man. So first things first that jumped out to me, Jay-Z had a huge week last week. Um, what do you have going on? First did. of all, you dragging on his nuts. Of course he had a fuck. huge week. Uh, he emptied his nuts. The twins, <laughs> they finally came out. Congratulations. Absolutely. Um, he was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Nice. First rapper to do so. Had some nice little drunk tweets. Absolutely. And he also had a uh, Father's Day pledge. Mm-hmm. To bail out fathers that Hard. couldn't afford uh, bail. Hard. And on top of that, that mysterious 444 that we've been seeing was confirmed to be his new album, just like I said you it was. It. You it. Now, You're what right. was the bigger story out of those four? That's a huge week, though. It, it is. A garbage can gets a stake every once in a while. You were right. 
uh, I think all of it, just Jay-Z in general. I don't want to diminish either one of the feats by saying one was bigger than the other. All of that shit was big. All of that stuff was huge, especially with Jay-Z. I got an album coming. I'm going to do this for fathers. I got the twins. Like, all of that was big. It was a hell of a week for a guy who's already accomplished a lot. So to have a week like this probably hit him hard. You know what I'm saying? I agree. As far That's why he was I, drunk tweeting. Tough. You drunk, You got a drunk tweet when I, like you had, you had twins. You inducted to the Writers Hall of Fame. You the only rapper to do so. You know you got the album on deck. The album the coming in. You know it's fire. No ID produced it. Yeah. Like that's a big. What week. else? Listen. He, what else do I need? He did more in a week than a lot of people. A lot of entertainers do all year long. They life. Well, it, They're well, life. You might be right. So uh, if I'm, I, I'll break down a couple of these because these were some big ass accomplishments, man. I really was a big fan of the Father's Day joint where he teamed up with Southerners on New Ground and A Color of Change. That is an organization that uh, has fundraisers to help build, I mean, bond out fathers who couldn't afford to get bonded out. Uh, Jay-Z has kind of been uh, obsessed with that whole Khalif Browder situation, which, of course, if you're familiar with it, that was the teenager that was in New York. They got arrested for allegedly stealing a backpack. It turns out he didn't steal the backpack. But since they didn't have his family, didn't have the money to bail him out. He ended up staying in jail for over three years, stuck in the system purgatory. He ended up getting out and killing himself two years later. So when Jay heard that story. He's been damn near obsessed with that shit, and I feel him. Obsessed is a strong word, though. No, nah, that's what they've. That's what he's, they're saying, though. He's been like hell bent on trying to make a difference in that lane, mm-hmm. that's, and that's why he teamed up with these folks who actually bailed out mothers on Mother's Day earlier this year. That's dope. That's dope. I mean, I, but I, like I said, it adds into each facet of what he had going on this weekend. He had something for everybody. I think that's what Jay Z is able to stand out and and give you still to this day, being so many years in the game, he gives you this still. He still gives you a reason to be excited about his new stuff, about his new projects, about his new ventures, because no one seems to do the things that he do. He seems to think of them first. Absolutely. He seems to think of the slow beats with the samples first. He seems to rock the jerseys first or the the button ups (laughs) first. He seems to do the Reebok deals first. And that's what makes Jay so hot. That's why people acclaim him as the number one rapper trendsetter tough and he's always been him that is true you see, you see what i'm saying he's, he doesn't it, really yeah, exactly. do wave jumping doing it really first do he ain't the doing it first he ain't got to worry about falling behind somebody i agree now the album which comes out on the 30th of this month is a title exclusive title slash sprint exclusive let, let, let me be clear the best thing Sprint ever did in their life was get in on this yes because they service is fucking trash that's a fact did but, you know? Did you know that Sprint is offering for the rest of this month? They're offering free. Six months. No, they're oh. offering free unlimited data. Yeah, they've been offering. That. No, free unlimited got, data. That's what I'm saying. I got that. N- no. Wait, what? No, what? They just started like a week ago. You got I a got week ago. Unlimited data. Free. Nah, at no cost. That's what possible. I'm telling you. But it's already in my plan. Like, has it no? Has it no cost? Like, no, I'm just paying for the phone. Yeah. No, they're offering no. it for a year. They're not advertising it, but it's online. Just Google it. You got to get in before June. Though. I need a Sprint representative to to comment in the rap chat or on the Facebook on Dick TV and podcast. And they be like, "Damn, page. how you know that animal, Brown?" And the Twitter page. Let me know how I get in on that. Free data doesn't it. matter if your phone keeps dropping. So I don't believe that. <laughs> it doesn't. Is it matter. free data for the iPad too? Oh, now that I don't know. I know mm-hmm. it's it's eligible for iPhone users though. They got an unlimited plan for the iPad too. Now Sprint. Shout out That's Sprint, killing. man. They trying. 
So Sprint users, like you were saying, Sprint users and uh, title subscribers are going to be able to get the 444 album. First. What do you think about Jay-Z adding the hyphen to his name? Does that mean anything to you? Uh, no, that means nothing to me. Um, I don't know it's if that's... It's a big deal everywhere else, though. Yeah, it, it made news. To you. Slow news day. Slow news If y'all remember, he took the hyphen out. Who remembers that? Um, <laughs> fuck the hyphen. I just want to know what this 444 sounds like. No ID produced the entire thing. That doesn't mean he's the only producer. There may okay. have been other contributors. Yeah. We saw him in the lab with Zaytoven. We saw him in the lab with Mike Will. Um, so I, I'm interested to hear what it sounds like. It's supposed to be a visual album, too, mm. uh, apparently. Like Lemonade? Yeah. Mm. Or like, I think Frank Ocean had a visual album, too. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I know people are tight about the... Um, about the exclusivity of it because people have kind of chilled Back on the exclusive to the album. Wars, dude. Absolutely. And when you're independent like Jay Z, you can put it on your own streaming shit. Independent like Jay Z. Is Jay Z independent? Yeah, Rock Nation. That's his shit. That's okay. You like I said, is Jay Z independent and the first thing that you said is yeah, he's Rock Nation. That's not a major label. What? It's not. Universal, Explain. Warner, those okay. are major labels. So Universal Warner, I have to be signed to one of them not to be independent? Yes. How? Because they distribute shit. Having the distributors so, is what makes you not independent. So, so Jay-Z doesn't have a distributor? Not a major label, no. Uh, think, everything's no, digital now, so true. why would you need a distributor? Okay, now that makes sense. That's number now, one. Now, now, <laughs> He's not on Def Jam. It's not Rockefeller now, Def Jam no more. I know it's not Rockefeller Def Jam, so okay, where are the Rockefeller artists then? Because they're artists that are signed. Like, who? Okay, let me ask you Beanie? this. <laughs> nah, nigga, you know, nigga, people have signed to Jay Z here recently. Jim Jones. Management. Okay, oh, so that's just management. Yeah. They're not on any record. Like, none of those people that he's been talking to recently are. Like Gotti and right, all Right, right. Gotti. Management. Like, that's strictly management. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So remember, they managed Durant. They got. Yeah, I know they managed Durant. They got the whole shit. music and the, the, the sports things. I, I get that. And even the dude, what's your boy's name? The one uh, shit for Moonlight, Spotlight, whatever the name is. I don't know is. who. The black dude, the black dude, the playing House of Cards. The, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Young. I don't know his name though. Yeah, like he he the one in the four 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 movie with the ah, boxes. Ah, okay. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, so that's whatever that dude name is. Yeah. I know a lot of Shout a lot of him. females like him, but they, yeah, that that dude right there, they played in House of Cards and the rest of the stuff. Uh, yeah, he was in that's Luke Cage too. Um, no one watched that. Yeah, he was the villain in that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I guess some people are upset about the exclusivity. I like how people online go out of their way to say that they're not going to get title. Some people sound a little too excited. I'm going to be honest. I don't really get it. Um, unless you're just a huge Apple fan or Spotify fan. Like, you got stock in those companies. I mean, but look, no, it's not that you have stock. We, we'd have had this conversation before. A little too excited, bro. <laughs> no, it's not even being too excited. All that it got to do with people want the access. Like you said, they don't even drop CDs anymore. So if Jay-Z don't put this on Apple and on Spotify, I can't even get it. Here's my question. That's the problem. Now, That's what people are mad about. I ain't mad if I can at least go spend my thirteen ninety nine like I used to do five years ago in Best Buy. Then I'm cool. Not really. And I can at least download it to iTunes and then put it on my phone. Here's the thing. Yep. If Tidal has the same stuff as Apple Music mm -hmm. and Spotify with Blueprint 1, 2, and 3, and then this new album, why wouldn't you just get Tidal? Because it's nine ninety nine. It's It's the same fucking price. Why wouldn't you just get Tidal? People, I feel like people go out of their way to say, I'm still not finna get, bro, okay, bro. <laughs> nah, I get it, fam. To be, to be 100% honest, 
it's not as easy to use as Apple Music for that's my iPhone. Fair. For my iPhone. Now that's fair. Like, you know what I'm saying? If if title was like boom right there and I could use it as easily as I use Apple Music, then I I, I one million percent would sign up for title because I'm that much of a Jay Z fan. So you don't like but the I interface. Try, that's it's what I'm saying. I tried title. That's I tried the interface. That's it's fair. So slow. That's fair. And I'm that's why they that. last. That's why they behind Spotify and that's why they behind iTunes and Apple Music. Because that's, that interface is terrible. That's why they fired two CEOs and they working on a third one. That's fair. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I just want to know because I feel like people love to put that out there. Like that's yeah. their favorite tweet to type. Tough. I don't, I don't disagree with you in that. People, <laughs> people go out of their way to be like, like oh, I'm on. not getting title just because everybody wants me to get title. People do do that. But to be honest, the, the, I think the people who really sit down and try it and it was like, okay, it's black owned. I'm going to try this because I fuck with Jay. It got blueprint. It got a uh, reasonable doubt. I want right. to hear these. And it got everything that everybody else got. But then you get to it and the interface is like, dude. Apple is so much easier. Uh, all right, that's you know fair. I ain't mad at that's that. That's the reason I love Spotify. I'm not mad at that. Um, all right, moving. Well, hold on. But first, before we move on, though, uh, news just hit. Rest mm. in peace to Prodigy of Mob yeah, Deep. Yeah, man. 42 years young. It's crazy. Mm. Allegedly, it was complications from sickle cell. Tough. Uh, that's been a wide known fact. He's always been open about that. He talked about it on the Breakfast Club. He talked about it in his book. Pop talked about it. Pop talked about it. That's crazy. Um. Yeah, that's wild, man. Mob Deep. I was never that big of a Mob Deep fan. I, there's a couple of songs or verses that I fuck with from Prodigy. I like the shit he did with Alchemist. I like, of course, Keep It Thorough was crazy. Um, I know when I went to New York, like they're not necessarily as big down south as they are in New York, obviously. But when I was in New Brooklyn for the Rough Rider show, like when they was warming that crowd up, nigga, best believe they were playing Mob Deep, mm-hmm. and all thirty thousand people in there were word for word with that shit. So I can't deny the impact that they had at least in their early days with the infamous uh, albums and shit of that nature. So rest in peace, um, Prodigy. Rest in peace, Prodigy. Um, all right, moving on. My guy, Vic Mensa. That's your guy. Now. My boy. That's your that's, that's your boy. It is. Mm. Fresh off his EP, the what manuscript. Did, what did this happen? He pulled up to Everyday Struggle. The, uh, they show pulled with, up on him, actually. Ah, uh, well, they pulled up on him in LA. Yeah. Um, Joe Budden, DJ Academics, and Nadeska. And don't yeah, her Nadeska too. Out, man. Shout out to her. Her too. Yeah. Do some justice to Nadeska, man. She eyed up there. Yeah, she eyed up. No, she cute with the legs out and stuff. <laughs> Shout out to Desco, man. Um, now, Vic Mensa has some shit to get off his chest with DJ Academics. If you know DJ Academics before this show, he has a YouTube um, video that he puts up of news and shit going on around in the hip-hop world. And he has that kind of a funny voice that he narrates it to. He's got funny little images that go with what he's saying. He likes to crack jokes. He like He likes to have a lot of satire and his shit. And Vic Mensa didn't like the jokes that he cracked on one of his Chicago artists that got shot. So let's hear Vic Mensa addressing DJ Academics. We're going to see if this was fair or foul, how he talked to him, and check it out. They were repulsed by the fact that so many people outside the culture of Chicago, they, were, they hyped up the music not knowing that real lives were being affected. How do you feel about that? I wanted to slap you in your face, mm. honestly. People exactly like you made a following off of clowning situations that we go through in real life whatever made you feel like you had a, a space to have a perspective on our people dying drill was was so hyped up by everyone i had to give a different perspective the content was not just negative it was just negative and i'm gonna tell you the truth 
I really think you're a bitch. Who made you eligible to even weigh in? You sitting at a computer jacking off, in. fucking typing. You talking about real shit. What the, you know about that, bro? The, those are ballsy things to say, not coming from a ballsy person. It's just kind of sick when it's real people dying young. I'm at those funerals. Man, that's some whole shit. Woo. Hey, man, those sound like fighting words to me. Um, um, now, let's keep it professional. Oh, all right. <laughs> let's keep it professional. Cooler heads eventually prevailed. Yeah. Was uh, Vic Mensa fair or foul for going into DJ Academics like that? Pause. And mm. how did Academics handle it? Vic Mensa was definitely fair in how he did that. I think that was 100% appropriate in keeping it professional, right? Like, yeah. he didn't, he wasn't aggressive towards dude. He just, I, I feel like you was a bitch. I that's like pretty you, aggressive. I'm being nah, honest. No, that's not aggressive. And like, I'm in your face. Like, I'm yelling Spitting at in you. Your face. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what aggression Like, aggression is Birdman walking there saying, put some respect on my name. With eight goons. Yeah, that, that's aggression. I'm here. I'm dolo. Like, gotcha. really, I'm just letting you know, my nigga, I feel like you a bitch. <laughs> like, you can say that in a way that it ain't aggressive. Like, and so if you want to try me about it, then we can get aggressive. <laughs> But I'm necessarily just chilling. I'm telling you, you a bitch. <laughs> I can see that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've seen that happen before. So oh. with that being said, I feel like academics also handled it well because he didn't try to respond to that with aggression. He went like, oh, my God, I ain't this. I ain't that. Like, no. He ain't take it personally. Yeah, like he ain't that. try to stand up and say, you ain't going to do this and you ain't going to do that. <laughs> I've already done it. It's already happened. Like, I already called you a bitch. Right. And I already said I wanted to smack you. Right. So I don't feel like that he could have responded in any other type of way other than giving his viewpoint or saying why he did it. First now, what I don't agree with, my fault. What's that? What I don't agree with is how, why, why he said he did it. Like, he is a, a, a commentator of the culture. That's cool. But what Vic Mensa was saying is like, bro, like you don't really know what's going on. And you're trying to do this deep dive and make it act like you this dude that knows so much about drill music, hip hop or Chicago. And you're making it to all of these people to listen to all your YouTube pages. You're making it seem like you didn't did your fact checks. You didn't did your research. You didn't talk to me. You didn't talk to the other people that were affiliated with this. And you bringing this to the people as if it's fact. That's why he was hot. He I was mean, mad because he didn't do the proper research. You're calling yourself this journalist. You're calling yourself this person who presents the news to hip hop. If you're not going to do the proper research, then don't call yourself that. Call yourself um, media takeout. Right. Call yourself the rumor report on all hip hop. But don't call yourself DJ Academics and saying I'm bringing the truth and the real shit from the streets because you ain't check with me and I know this dude. I know these people. I know what's going on and this is not it. See, the thing that I got from that is if you've ever watched the DJ Academics video and listened to what he's saying versus what's being shown during the video, he likes to do silly shit. Mm -hmm. He likes to get pictures and videos of people in compromising positions, unflattering photos and stuff. And he's trying to be he's trying to be silly. He's trying to right. be entertaining and That's, funny. That, that true. What, what Vic Missa also took offense to that. You're being funny and having satire in your videos about people who are actually getting shot and losing their life. And, and that's not that funny. And it's people that I know, and it's not funny. And I and Vic Mensa was on it like, I know Lil Dirk don't fuck with you. 
I know this Chicago rapper doesn't fuck with you. I know you can't go up there right now. And now, and like you said, to academics credit, he didn't get mad and get sensitive and all of that. He stood his ground and was like, nah, I got actually a pretty decent fan base in Chicago, bro. I got a lot of clicks. I got a lot of viewers, got a lot of comments. That ain't the right thing to say, though. But I mean, I'd rather him say that than nothing. No, but don't, don't, don't fight back and say, well, actually, because now niggas, they're going to try to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You, You get me? I ain't even trying to be funny, but like he ain't the type of dude that can come back and say, "Well, actually, I do have." I mean, guys that's the, the computer shit. But don't play with me, though. I had it like, behind the computer all, screen. Shit. All um, Vic Mensa was saying, like, "Don't play with me. Right, like, right, don't right. play with the people that's up here. Don't play with what we got going on because it's real." And I don't think that you are understanding this as real. And now, it, it seems as you taking us as a joke, like it's some bullshit hip hop thing. Nah, this is our real life, and he ain't respecting that. Yeah, so I think he needed to take a little bit more respect to the approach. See, see what what academics likes to do is at the very end of the video, he may offer some kind of, "Hey guys, let's chill out with the bullshit." Right, right. Like he, after four minutes of going in, mm-hmm. the last eight seconds may be uh, uh, ending on a positive note. True. And what he was trying to say is that's the balance, and in actuality, obviously, it's not. <laughs> let's be honest. Now, well, my question more. is. What's the difference between what academics is doing and what you do about Tiger or what I do about Two Chains? Mm. Like, what's the di- is there a difference? What if Two Chains was hot in me? Mm. And like, and I'm because okay. I said I, I, right, I jump wait, out the wait. air wearing Gucci. I Whoa. think that shit whack. True, but what we do every week is talk about rap, right? For sure. We get here, we do our videos, we do our YouTube thing, shameless plug about videos or whatever it may be. We we're judging people on their skills and their ability to perform as artists right while he was mad at these academics you're trying to do a deep dive into why people are getting killed gotcha. in chicago yeah me and you're not doing it just because they rap yeah doesn't like give you're you the not saying to talk about you're it. not telling me that you don't like two chains because you don't feel like he's real right 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 i'm not telling you that i don't like tiger because i think he's some well, actually he is a whack dude see but I mean, I mean, he is. Tiger like, coming he's proving himself as well. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got security. Tiger, you have an uh, open invitation to the come show. Come on, come on. Uh, with that <laughs> being said, like with that, it, it ain't in malice, and I feel like that that Vic thought that him speaking on their culture, them people that he knew, them people that he had to go to their funerals, them people that he knows their families, gotcha. them people that he still got to provide for. And you saying, oh, this is the reason that it happened because of this lyric and this bar. Like, no, bro, it ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm from here. I know what's really going on. And it ain't got nothing to do with what you're talking about on YouTube for your 100,000 views. Over That's or, why he was mad Go ahead Over or under Three months before DJ Academics quits This everyday struggle thing Over that check, Really That check gotta be nice though How, How they get Joe Buttons Out of the house And say he stopped rapping But check out, cool though No That check cool Is it bro. worth it gotta getting, be cool Is it worth getting clowned I mean, Every day He just need to hire security but no, he's gonna, he he gonna get sprung on one time It's gonna happen No See this is the thing This is what I mean by this if you watch the promo for this, which I know we watched because we shared it in about eight group texts because it was hilarious. Right. Complex chopped this up to make him look like the fool. They chopped up Vic Mensa going in job. back to back to That's back to back. That's his job. So, so you want to be the pinata on the show? That, That's I mean, what you want to be known what, for? What else you going to do, though? Nigga, the check don't look that good. It I might. promise that coming from That's Complex. That's what I'm saying. It might. Nah, not <laughs> well, that good. Well, he may think that the exposure is that good. He may think that, hey, being the pinata... Showing my face is going to open up more things for me. Now I may get advertisement. Now I may be able to play into some type 
typecast role as this guy in hip hop who has this opinion and get these different type of looks. Skip Bayless shit. Tough. Don't nobody, bro. Like people hate dude, bro. Now, and, and now you you have to be a special type of person to embrace that and feed but off. But I, I I think there's there are a lot of people that are like him that love him. Who like his little his little internet stance? How he many talks do you about, know? How many people? You know? I, nobody. That's my. But point. I'm old though. But no, no, that's no, what no, I'm saying. No. I ain't of his generation. But people know him. people you, of his generation like him. But you know, bro, how many comments on Twitter on YouTube have you seen on this particular show? Where niggas like, man, Joe Budden killing this, but I hate Them these old niggas. Those are old niggas. I don't know that old people who had the time to comment. Like the rest of the people are commenting on uh, academics YouTube page. Are oh, you killing it, bro? Like academics? Nah, ain't no way. Academics anyway. always said me and my YouTube stands. He got people that are following him that like what he do. Uh, his videos are entertaining, but that don't mean I like him. I ain't though. never watched his video. No, his videos are entertaining. Mm. You know what I'm saying for I what they are. I, he gone, he, I mean, I think he a cool dude on every, everyday struggle. But if he had not ever made it to this, okay, perfect point. If he had never been on everyday struggle with Joe Buttons, I would never have checked for academics. I would never have but looked for him. But his videos be everywhere, dude. That's cool. <laughs> like, them That's what I'm saying. I never follow him on Twitter until now. I never follow him on Instagram until oh, now. You're a fan. You're one of the stands. No. It's official. What I'm saying is now that I see him on that platform, I'm able to relate with him more, and I want to hear his opinion. Gotcha. That's what he's valuing in this relationship with Complex. Because like a person like me, that don't listen to niggas like that That's on YouTube doing reviews about shit That I could care less about I'm not looking for it on YouTube None of that But now that I see him on Complex And I feel like I like Joe Budden's point of view I like his podcast I listen to this dude debate him You got a, a group of people That are gonna subscribe to his stuff now And say okay let me see what he's talking about Yeah, Just because exposure. they know who he is now and Because I didn't even know who he was before now And that's more the reason why He is going to leave that show After the next person calls him a bitch to his face the mm. next time they use him as a fucking ploy <laughs> and a pinata I mean, to Joe promote the, the same show? thing though. Yachty, Yachty and Joe had the same thing. Yeah, but Wale, so now, Wale now Wale academics went in on dude. got one and Joe got one. No, Wale he has two because Wale went in on dude. I mean, Wale going on everybody. He ain't going on Joe. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like three that, months, bro. He I don't out. feel like that would have ended well with Wale and Joe going in on each other because both of them too emotional. Nadeska need to just pull up on us. Mm. And just and just you know what I'm saying, just fuck with us, dude. Like, yeah, you're not going nowhere with this shit. Um, all right, man. Next up, that was hating. Speak, it was, it was absolutely. <laughs> next up, two chains. Speaking of two chains, shout out to Desco, though. Absolutely, man. A couple of Atlanta albums dropped this weekend, and we had Young Thug dropping Thugger Girls. He it was called Easy Breezy Beautiful Thugger Girls. Now it's just beautiful. Th- I mean, I don't whatever. Young Thug came out. Who get? All right, go ahead. Big Boy came out with the Boomerverse. And then Two Chains came out with the Pretty Girls Like Trap music. Is this really a question? Who had the bigger weekend? Which one? Who, who won? Bigger fucking weekend? Are we serious here? Young Thug. Oh my god! Big Boy. Big Boy. Did nah. you listen to that Big Boy? I listened to all three. Mm-hmm. First of all, I listened to every fucking thing. Second, yes, I did listen Allegedly. to Big Boy. I had very low expectations for, for it. For that Big Boy? Not because Big I had Boy, very low expectations for a top five rapper ever. No. <laughs> <laughs> What? I can't even hold my face on that. For a top 
eight group rapper ever. Big Boy is a legend. He's the first ballot Hall of Fame with Outkast. They're probably the greatest rap group of all time. <laughs> what about with solo? that being said, his solo albums are trash. <laughs> trash. Period. Trash. Nigga, did you listen to this? No, I didn't. I ain't gonna Have lie. you heard any of it? Sir Lucius Left Foot and all, bro? I heard I, so. <laughs> I, I fuck with Big Boy too. heavy. <laughs> big Boy, them solo albums, I can't. They don't. They don't. Is, I can't relate. Would you rather watch a Big Boy movie where he's acting? Or a solo album. Big Boy in Atlanta, excuse me, in ATL was hilarious. <laughs> big Boy, so I want to see you on the screen. If you rather have a Big Boy movie with him being the main actor or a new solo album, which one you take? The movie. I'd have. I'd rather I have him write lie. a book or fucking <laughs> a book. put out an energy drink or anything besides an, a solo album, bro. They just don't work. He had a couple of songs on here. Killer Mike snapped on both of the ones he was Tough. on. He got a couple of it's beats. One with him and Jeezy and Killer Mike is hard. That's hard. The Kill Jill is hard. There's a couple of songs on there, man, but it's uber forgettable. Like it's just I not memorable, it, bro. And what? the reason I ain't listen to it because, like this, you said the Sir, the Sir Lucius Left Foot or yeah. and and the, what, the what Vicious was Lies and Dangerous Some Shit. Now, nah, what was the double album? Oh, the speaker the box love below. Okay, yeah. Like none his of, tape was trash yeah, on there. Like dude. I feel like he tried to do too much, and I won't. I really just want him to just rap. I just want to about some real nah, not even if if, if Big Boy gonna do an album, Big Boy a real enough Southern MC to give us an album that Southern people can relate to. Like if you ain't trying to sell it to New York and you ain't trying to do those big goofy songs, if you ain't trying to do the whole world falls down or whatever it may be, or um, Miss Jackson or Rosa Parks, like I feel like Big Boy could deliver an album that's similar to what we hear from Southern artists that we like and that are we we labeled as Southern classics, and he just don't do that, and I don't understand why. Yeah, nah, I just need eleven dope songs with soul samples and CeeLo on the hook, and like <laughs> a dope feature from Jeezy and a dope feature from like Killer Mike. Like that's what I need from him, and I don't understand why he does not do that. He just doesn't make good solo music. It, that's all. But We've he seen could. This though. That's the thing. Like yeah, the album would have already. If, if you could give me a criminal with just Big Boy, that'll be a fire solo album. He can't do it. Why? Maybe Andre What's was the, the problem. Was the, maybe Andre was the musical person behind crafting them songs. That's highly likely. We know Pimp C was with UGK. So I mean, like you never know. Maybe niggas just work better together. You want to hear the MJG solo? No, but you'll hear that motherfucking Ball <laughs> MJG album though. Fire, clearly. But I, so yeah, enough of that big boy. I can't fuck with it. Shout out to him though. Uh, that young thug is trash. I tried to listen to it. He's singing, kind of, sorta. I don't even know why we're jumping around on this. Fuck that Young Thug album. Pretty girls like trap music. Two Chains, Titty Boy, Let's Go. I'm proud of Two Chains. I'm gonna be. I'm proud of Two Chains. Because you ain't gotta be proud. We shaking it right now. We don't need the rest of y'all. Let's go. He finally double salutes. He finally did it. Finally did it. And by it, I mean... Go listen to both. Not put out a mediocre album. Go listen to uh, Based on the True Story, I'm, one and two. I'm proud of them. Bang. Um, this, this album was grade A, high-quality trap music. It's exactly what it was. It's 2 chains music. That's what it is. Um, We're changing trap music to 2 chains music. Good beats. 2 yeah. chains music. If I had a knock... I would say the last two songs, the one with Pharrell and Monica, don't fit the album. They do. But they're good songs. The one with Monica Bang, the one for real. It doesn't fit the album at all. <laughs> Not the one for real. It's ne- just, I got, one for real, I got a for real on the track. Like, why wouldn't I? But. It's not a bad song, though. Now, now, listen. 
he said on his next album he's going more to this soulful stuff. So the Monica thing was a lead into the next album. That's why it fits. Oh, okay. So that's the, cool. The Pharrell, I ain't got nothing to do with that. But, but the, Monica, the Monica thing is leading into his next album because he said he want to take more away from like the popular songs or the hits or the uh, whatever's going to be on Billboard, and he want to do soulful where he can rap and tell a story type trap. Well, type records. Yeah. And that's what he want to do in the next album. So that's what the Monica song was leading into on the outro. We'll Go see ahead. that three years from now. Nah, it's coming up soon. Shout out to Shane. Uh, was that Pretty Girls like soul music? No, nigga, that's just soul music. Two Chainz ripping it. Right. With that being said, what you think about the album? No, I actually, honestly, banging. all jokes aside, it is banging though. Banging. I think that trap check is amazing. Sway Lee, the hardest feature on there. Um, I called that years ago. Sway Lee, it's the Beyonce Sway of Ray Shrimmer. You know why Sway Lee killed that? Because no talented. one else could have did that. No one else could have made that hook sound like Sway Lee made it sound. Nobody. Yeah, that's fair. And he murdered it. <clears throat> murdered You're officially it. a race from her fan just now. No, I don't even know the other dude's name. Um, but I will say What's the two chains is riding. Um, I get to him. I get to, and I like the rollout too. He had the pop up shop down here. I'm super hot. I ain't pull up. It's still up. Is it? Tough. With the clothes and shit? They had something today. I don't believe that. The house with the car from? Yep. And they got some tomorrow. Really? Mm-hmm. I might pull up to that then. I'm hot. Tough. Uh I, I saw the trap salon. That was dope. I like the I love the concept. I even like the merch. The hoodie is fly. Oh, like man, I like the merch one. fire. The merch is hard. Listen, the merch is fire. I need a little jacket. I hey, need a jacket. The, the jacket killing too. That's killing. I'm 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 impressed. I really with didn't this. even want to put everybody up on there, but you should you you, should, yeah. you you let the cat out the bag. Now it's gonna be sold out. Fuck it. Two chains. You owe me a jacket now. I'm tough. You need that. I'm proud of him, man. He finally did it. Finally did it. He, yeah. he been doing it. <laughs> Been doing it. Uh, all right, man. Moving on. Another Atlanta rapper, man, Roscoe Dash. Now, Roscoe Dash is in the news because a Twitter user <laughs> uploaded a screenshot of his Lyft driver, Jeffrey, <laughs> Young who looked eerily like Roscoe Dash. How do niggas know what Roscoe Dash look like, though? I mean, I do. I'm in this rap game heavy. I, I have no idea. Like, Roscoe Dash could walk up to me at wherever, and I would be like, all right, bro. <laughs> I have no idea what he looks like. Man, so the uh, the Twitter user ordered a white Tahoe, and Jeffrey popped up. He looked just like Roscoe Dash. See so the, the Twitter XM, user man. contacted the Lyft driver and said, "Hey, bro, are you Roscoe Dash?" I see you with the XL Twitter. The motherfucking the, the the Uber. I mean, the Lyft driver uh, hung up the phone in his face and canceled the ride. So that pretty much all but confirmed that, damn, this might have been Roscoe Dash. So fast forward, Roscoe Dash does a video to clarify, air quote, the Lyft allegations. He claims he actually showed the truck with the Lyft sticker in it. Right. And he said that his truck, it was his truck. And he said that he let some of his homeboys use it for side money for Lyft. Does he let them use his face as well? And name because his name is Jeffrey Johnson. Mm. Now, my question is, let's assume that he does lift part-time. Right. Is it smart for Roscoe Dash to diversify his portfolio, or is Is this a bad look because he's a rapper driving a lift car? Is it still smart for us to assume that this wasn't him? No, because that was his face and name and car. (laughs) And his cocaine. So, now that we know that he was driving lift part-time in between jobs, I don't see anything wrong with it. He got a job. He don't want to go work or not. I mean, excuse me. He doesn't have a job. He has a car. Right. A car that can get people around and a way to make money. 
Roscoe Dash has big singles. Big singles. Listen, if Roscoe Dash don't want to go work at Burger King, McDonald's, wow. Waffle House, whatever it may be, they can drive Lyft in the meantime. So this is and a good cool. look. You're t- this is what you're telling me. I'm not me. saying it's a good look. I'm saying I'm not sure how many people would recognize Roscoe Dash <laughs> as their Lyft driver. Bro, if I ordered an Uber or a Lyft and I was going out of town, just went to Cancun a couple of weeks ago or wherever it may be, if you did, right. and it was Roscoe Dash, I I promise you, I, would I would not know. I would. I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, that's a cool little black dude driving the Uber. <laughs> What's up, my boy? I, I got my headphones in, and I'm keeping it moving, dude. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to that new DJ Khaled, that new Jay-Z on my sprint shit. I don't even know that this is him. There's no way, pa. I don't even know what Roscoe Dash looks like. Listen, you may not know what he looks like. A lot of people don't. Roscoe Dash is- Who ratted him out? Was this like a, a young white team? No, nah, just a Twitter user in the A who recognized Roscoe Dash. That's crazy. Now, Roscoe Dash is 27. He was a part of <laughs> or had several big-name songs. He's even produced and written on songs. You're being, okay. No name, hands. Name them for people. Okay, no hands. No hands. One. What's the other one? Who knows? It's Roscoe Dash. I can't think off the top of my head. But he had a couple <laughs> of songs, though. Nigga, he we haven't he hasn't had a song in like eight years. I'm not gonna remember this shit. That's what I'm saying. You don't know what he looks like, so I can't. That's why he should be song. driving Lyft. That's why there's no problem with him driving no, Lyft. That's why he should be. You can't name his songs. songs. I don't know what he looks like. He should be driving Lyft. He and that's be, cool. He should be. I bought a car songs. with my music, and now I drive Lyft. I ain't gotta go to work every day. I drive Lyft just to keep a little cool little weed sack and some little whatever money to do with the cooler girls that still remember me as Roscoe Dash. Dude. That's his life now. With, and no, that's cool. No, it's not. Yes, it with, is. Why you, ain't it? When you've made the money. What money? Or that you've had, because he's had big songs. What? He's had very big songs. That don't mean songs. he made no money. Well, that's, well, number one, I'm hot at you for that. What but I'm let's saying, assume. what individual songs did Roscoe Dash have? You're talking about features. You're talking about hooks. Give me one Roscoe Dash song. And when I give you the song, you're going to ask me for another one. No, nah, so I just that's want my one. No, nah, I just want one. <laughs> just give me one while you're looking through your iTunes. And while you're looking through your iTunes, I will continuously say he's doing good right now. He got his little Tahoe. It's paid off. He picking Lyft drivers, hopefully Uber too. Hopefully he getting <laughs> both of that bread. And he eating. He had all the way turned Every up. now and then, people are going to wreck all the way what? All the way. Act like you don't know that goddamn I song, know. dude. I have no idea. Man, That's what I'm saying. Like, bro. You see what I'm saying? You know you know how many people use Uber and Lyft? Way more people that know that song. The song with three times platinum. Had a B- and That's had three million people. Had a B- you know how many awards. people that are servicing Uber and Lyft right now? He was also on Big Sean's Martin and Sh- Marvin and Chardonnay. No one knows that. No one knows it, but the Wikipedia people that put that in. He there. was also on the freshman list. That's like that's my. So this is my point. If wow. you're Roscoe Dash and you and you you stack your money properly, you're not what? driving. Stack Lyft. what money? You gonna let me finish? I you're not driving a no fucking Lyft. You're you're <laughs> teaming up with Lyft for a Dash service after your name, mm. so that you can get a faster. You're teaming mm. up with Lyft. You're partnering mm. with Lyft for the Lyft Dash. Right. That's uh, the extra quick yeah. expressway joint. Cool. That's what you're supposed to do if you're Roscoe Dash, Listen. not actually driving the car like I can. That sounds great. Coming Shit. from me and you people who think about this stuff. Obviously, Roscoe Dash hasn't thought about so this. So I'm hot at him. All right. So why would you expect Roscoe Dash? Or, no, let me ask you this. Why would Lyft 
<laughs> Why would Liv say, hey, Roscoe Dash, <laughs> we want to partner up with you and do a Liv service and call it Dash. Do you know how many people are in line before him? Uber Dash. No, there's no. Yeah, it would have been hard five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Not now. There's so many people. Like, me and you going to get Uber endorsements and Lyft endorsements before they call Roscoe Dash. I promise you that. Like we will do both commercials on our podcast before he does. That's a guarantee. Y'all remember this, dude. Diver- I'm all for diversifying the portfolio, but, man, come on, bro. I'm just saying. I mean, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with it, though. Man. You got the car. Like if that's the only way he making money, then go ahead. And oh my Here God. and then, people gonna realize you, Roscoe. Like, I, I like Woo. I stick to the fact that I, I I really do not think that people know who he is. Like if if Roscoe Dash would have come pick me up in an Uber, I wouldn't know it. Yeah. Uh, all right. And before we move on to this music break, quickly uh, an update on Tax Stone situation. Of course, the podcaster that had the Tax Season podcast that was involved in the Troy Ave shooting last year. He has pleaded guilty to federal gun charges, no murder charges. Uh, he is facing 20 years um, with that federal gun charge. Any thoughts? Are you just kind of surprised that he pled guilty, take it to trial? Is any of this, what, what do you, how do you anticipate this unfolding? Um, I think that he's going to plead out to this. And try to ride out whatever time they give him for this. Hopefully they don't get any more information on the actual murder from any eyewitnesses. They say they already got it. But why wouldn't they charge him? I don't understand if they say his DNA is on the gun and all that. It ain't enough yet. Ah, okay. In my opinion, I will say, like, it ain't enough yet for it. Like, if they was going to charge him with murder, they would have charged him with it when they charged him with this. So I feel like he may have got counsel to be like hey take this right now go on and start serving this knocking this out doing good time letting them know that you're a good jail abiding citizen and then try to get this knocked out before they can even establish anything on a murder and hopefully that die out yeah it's an interesting situation man it, do, it doesn't look good mm-hmm. this looks like losses all the way around we ain't got no update on Trav's situation he's still facing that second degree murder ain't he I think so yep. so this may be dragging on for a minute I couldn't find a date on when his sentencing is but uh, he just did an interview, man. For y'all that need y'all tax fix, y'all look up his interview on YouTube. With, it was with Miko. With Miko Grimes. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, I Good couldn't luck. listen to it because she. Good luck. She was. I made it like ten minutes in. Why she, you? Why you didn't like it? Nah, I ain't like. I ain't like how she was interviewing him. I thought she. I thought she. It had more to do with her. It had more to do with her than. It yeah, did that's what I'm saying. Him. He was asking her about people that she had lined up. Yeah, and I, I ain't knocking her because I feel like she she got a little niche. She got a lane in what she does. I guess, but she could have handled that a lot better because she know him and he's comfortable with her. So it she, sounded like it was just them talking with nobody else listening, and true. that's not the well, point. So she might have yeah right. She might have just recorded that for that reason and and dropped it and been like, hey, can I drop this? Right. And he was like, cool. But I feel like if it was gonna be an interview, then she could have went about it a totally different way just to get information out there. Let people know what was really going on with him and to sustain the fan base and kind of give them hope. Right. I agree. Um, all right, man. Moving to this music break before we get into this pop shit, which I still can't wait for. I may not even, I may play 10 seconds of this damn song, dude. I don't know. But Cameron just dropped. I saw this getting a lot of traction online. A lot of people saying Let's Cam back. I don't know about he never that. never left. I don't know about that. 
But we're gonna play it. It's called DIA, and then we back talking all eyes on me. That was Killer Cam. Killer Cam Killer. said he back this year, man. He putting out a couple Killer. of projects, a movie. That's <laughs> DIA. How you feel about that? I like that. He putting out a movie and a soundtrack. He didn't want to do the whole mixtape thing, so he's putting out the movie and dropping the soundtrack to go with it. Killer. How long has he been saying he's dropping a movie with a soundtrack, though? He's been saying that last, For the six last years. eight years. <laughs> <laughs> How long are we holding our fact. breath for this movie and this soundtrack to go with it? I ain't mad at Cam though. I, I like Cam as a person, you as know, as person. an entertainer. That's, that's, I think he's funny. That's the leeway for about to shit on a nigga. Nah, I like nah, him nah. as a person, but but it's over musically. Mm, is it's it over. over musically? It is. Why? You you want a full Cam? You don't want to hear a full J album, but you want to hear that full Cam? No, I ain't say that. I Come didn't say on, that now. I'm just saying, why is it over for Cam musically, and you want to hear a J album? I can ask you the same question. Because Jay is infinitely more, uh, infinitely better rapper. Than he's Cam. more entertaining than Cam, or as a rapper, he's a better rapper. He makes better music. Let me say that. That's true. That's all I'm saying. I get it. Shout out to Cam though. I'll listen to that motherfucking SDE and that come home with me any day of the week. You got that purple haze fucked up. That's okay. That's banging. That's throw that in there. I'll listen to any one of them three, and right. they were eleven years ago. And diplomatic community, and we out of there. We living in a <laughs> we diplomatic in community, and we out of there. We living with two ways was out. <clears throat> All right, man. Now look, All Eyes on Me movie finally came out on Pac's birthday last Friday. We went to go see that shit. The fame. Nigga, various Twitter reactions, various social media reactions. Some celebrities went in, some celebrities defended it. What were your, tell me your expectations going into the movie before we get into what we thought. Tell me what you expected based off the trailers, the hype, the non hype, whatever. What were you expecting to see? I just wanted, my expectations were something that didn't make Pac look too soft. Okay. Something that didn't make him look too gangster. Okay. And some that kind of gave us a backstory to everything that contributed to him being all over the place, right? Gotcha. Like with the the, the, the mama stuff, which we seen. True. The Suge Knight stuff, which we seen. Yeah. The 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 gangster stuff that you could call it with the cops and stuff, which we seen. The activist stuff, which we seen. Right, right. And right. I, I'm tipping my hand here as I say all the stuff which we seen. I feel like the the movie adequately portrayed Pac in the light that we would want to see him in, at my age anyway, okay. someone who grew up when Pac was rapping, that bought All Eyes on Me the week it came out, that listened to it amongst his peers and was like, this shit banging, it's the best double disc ever, it's the first rap hip-hop double disc, and I was hype about it. Right. All those things added into it, to me it was dope. Like I, I can't walk away with it and say I'm not satisfied with what I seen because I am. Okay. Now, could it had it been like more in depth or more cleaned up? And hold that? on, hold on, before we get into all that. Uh, okay, go ahead. Shit, go ahead, go ahead, I'm go just ahead. on the expectation tilt. You finna tell me what you hated, liked, do, loved? Man. Slow down. That's what I do. But my expectations were, I, I'm gonna be honest, they were borderline low because I didn't really like the trailer like that. Now you love that trailer. Bro. No, I what? We got documented footage saying it. No, it was okay. It was just okay. I thought dude looked like him, but I didn't think he sounded like him, and I thought that was gonna be a problem. Um it, it was some questions about who all was on board, whether there was gonna be music or not. Like, I was afraid of all of that. Benny Boom is not John Singleton, he's not F. Gary Gray. Shout out to him though, but he's not an established movie producer like that with a with a resume. 
Now, he has done a movie or two before, but they haven't been, you know, of, of the legend or of the size of a F. Gary Gray joint or a John Singleton or an Antoine Fuqua, who was also supposed to have directed it. So I was a little worried going into it. Right. Now, for what I thought about it, my initial thought when I walked out of the movie dead ass serious, and this was after Jada Pinkett went in. This was after 50 Cent went in. This was after the Pac had an iPhone jokes all on tour. This was after I seen all of that. My first thought was it wasn't nowhere near as trash as people were saying it was. Like, that was my I was like, did I see a different movie? Do you think that skews your expectations, though? Do you think because we've seen so many people? Because I was scared. I was, like, too. I, I went to go see it on Saturday. We went to go see right. it on Saturday, and we'll talk about our experience in just a second. But we went to go see it on Saturday, and I was genuinely scared because people were like, oh, this is a Lifetime Pac movie. Yep. This ain't got nothing to do with Pac, or it ain't good, or it was so out of whack. He got the iPhone filming at the concert. <laughs> he doing he doing uh, stuff off of uh, Machiavelli, doing right. like, um, All Eyes on Me recording. All of that stuff that we've seen out there in the Twitter sphere on social media scared me and and i don't know if it lowered my expectations as to when i went in there and it was above decent right i ain't gonna say it was great but it was an above decent movie and it being above decent being like okay i'm, I'm fucking with this because i i knew Pac, and i tell you a lot of it had to do with the nostalgia absolutely the car cannot the, no, the the knowing the actual time like Remembering the sore speech from Snoop, Snoop. You know what I'm saying? Being like one of the most fire scenes is like the sore speech, and then the animosity, all the turmoil in the air when Snoop went back to the plane. I when he was at the uh, when he did the interview with Martinez. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, that was that, dope. That when he was like, "I'm cool with Big yeah, and with them. my homeboys," and like Pac was like, "What, nigga?" Right, nigga, we beefing with these niggas, and like the whole animosity behind that, and the back scenes, and behind the scenes behind that, that was dope to me. Yeah, that was a dope scene. Now, see, that's my thing. First of all, the costume design, kudos to whoever was behind that, because the motherfucking carcanais was fresh. Tough. The motherfucking the starter hats was dope. It gave me the whole feel, and when you looked at what Pac had on, you could tell what era we was in. Exactly. You could tell this was Poetic Justice Pac right here. You could tell this was Juice Pac right here. And I thought another strong point, and first of all, it's not without its flaws. Let's be very clear about that, and we're going to get to that. But what else I liked was I thought the supporting cast was dope. I thought the Pac guy did a good job. I he thought did. he looked exactly like Pac in several of the scenes. Tough. His mom killed him. Oh my God! His mom his bodied mom it. A murdered it. A bodied it. I thought the Suge was dope. That's Gail off of Walking Dead too. Absolutely, absolutely. I thought Suge was dope. Um, my uh, only, nah, nah Suge was. Dope. I fucked with him. The only uh, person I could, I had a little gripe with was Snoop. Snoop. <laughs> it was Snoop. Like, they couldn't even like they had the voice over there. Yeah, if, if you you thought it was funny, I thought it was tacky. No, so for the record, if you didn't know, yes, that was Snoop's actual voice doing the voiceover. I thought that was tacky. That was a risky move because at first it was funny. It was tacky. But then Snoop talked too much though. He had too many lines. Oh. So now it's like, are you trying to fool me and make me think that's not Snoop, or <laughs> is this kind of like comedic? Are you trying like, to be are lighthearted? You trying to be funny? Are you trying to be funny? And I, I ain't think it was time to try to be funny when he was grabbing a Nike, and he was like, "All right, cuz." 
It got old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, he had too many lines. Right. So he had too like, many lines. I need either someone who sounds like Snoop or this nigga got to talk. No, just had a nigga talk. We'll just let him talk. Nobody's going to. We know this is Snoop. Right. Just, we know he don't sound he like looks, Snoop. He had let the fro. He had right. the blue crip flag. He, he had, had all that. He had the long nose. Yeah, he had all that. Just just had a nigga talk. What, who he sound like? Barry White? Like, why right. couldn't you just let him like, talk? Yeah, that's true. So, in, in my it didn't blow it for me, but I can understand somebody saying, bro, that was whack. I get that. I ain't tripping off it. But I did but think that, there yeah. were several scenes. I thought him getting off the plane was fly. Like, the, it was good cinematography. I like the Hill Harper character. That was fly. I like how they set that up. You have to cover a lot of time in a short amount of film time. Yep. I thought that was a good way to do it because Hill Harper represented the media as a whole. That's why they were asking him about being a contradiction. They were asking him about the controversial stuff. How can you be this person and this person? That wasn't a specific actual reporter. He was representing the media, period. And I thought that was dope. That's true. I agree 100%. That was dope. And I feel like one of the dope moments in it, well, one of the dope moments overall was them being able to show the relationship and, and where he fed off all this stuff from, from his mom. Yeah. You know, some of the stuff he's saying. Now, want to get into gripes right now? Nah, I still, I still want to talk about what I like. Hold on. Because I, 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 I like the subtleties. So from what we've been told, Juice changed Pac. Mm-hmm. People say that he kind of took on that role of Bishop in real life. And you saw that in the clip when they said cut, but that nigga kept going. He kept staring them down, kept mugging them and shit. They were like, oh, pop, cut. cut. I thought that was cool. Uh, of course, we also have heard that he was introduced to a certain life in prison. I thought they showed that very subtly when the people, when he was first walking in and they were throwing up signs. I thought that was very interesting. Little small shit. I love dude's facial expression when Suge asked him, are you, are you trying to leave? Who going to handle this then? Who going to handle these bills? Who going to handle these bills? Pac's these, face was priceless. Yeah, we got these little, these little studio bills. These beats. <laughs> 1.2. These little Dr. Dre bees. <laughs> these little Dr. Dre bees that cost a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, he was stuck. And so I, I like that they highlighted that he was trying to leave, but he couldn't and why he couldn't. I thought that was good. I liked how they added Kadada in. A lot of people didn't know he was engaged. I like that they added that in. Um, I, I actually, when I walked at the movie, I was like, I'm really slick fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's got its gripe. So we can go ahead and tell me something that you was like, nah, that ain't, that ain't it. I will add to what you just said. The, the, the part about the Quincy Jones daughter, that was real dope. Cause a lot of people did not know that. Right, right, I feel right. Like that was a dope part of the story to add into that. And they needed that for the love, life, interest of it. Music she, was dope yeah, too. And she was fine. And the music was dope. Um, just hearing Pac in the theater was fire. Nostalgia. Before I even get into the gripes, like. I know you and I know that he didn't perform Hail Mary at, at the House, House of Blues, Blues right. on July 4th. I know that. We know that. Right. But me and you, we we, we study hip hop. We do right. a podcast about it. There are DJs out there. There are people out there that follow this stuff. And they know that this stuff didn't happen exactly how it says. Absolutely. And this is going to get into my gripes. They're saying, oh, well, this didn't happen this way. Jada Pinkett says, oh, well, he didn't give me the poem here. I was hot at her for that. You know what you need to do, Jada? Just relax. <laughs> give it this little week. Let it bubble. Let people get their nostalgia in. Let people remember Pac from how they present it on screen, from how they want to remember it. But, like, just don't shit on it the day of. I don't think that's conducive because she's the same person. Last year was like, oh, no, black people were nominated for the Oscars. I'm not going. Yep. 
Like, don't shit on a black movie. Like, like everybody in this movie was black. Yep. But the, on the first weekend, you want to put out, oh, this ain't true? Like, don't do that. Bro, bro black producer, black director, director all black the cast, actors, black icon. Listen, and now you come and say, oh, this is this and this and that. Day one. This affects the sales and affects everything in which you're talking about when saying your husband, Will Smith, didn't get this at the previous Oscars. All they got to tie into it. Bite your tongue for a week. If you really got to say something, talk about it next time you got something popping or when somebody asks you about it. If you Don't do to. the tweets. If you got to do it, right? wait a week. Bruh, that pissed me off. Because this is why it pissed me off, though. If you re- recall what she said, she said, okay, I, he didn't read that poem to me when he left for Cali. I found out about that when the book came out. I didn't approach him behind, you know, at a club. That would have never happened that way. Okay, that's fair. It, it, I don't doubt no, any no, one of them statements. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I don't doubt any one of those statements, Jada. But Jada being an actress and being in Hollywood for 20-plus years, a vet, she has to understand what her place was in that film as a plot device and as a bridge to Pac's life prior to Death Row. Prior to becoming uber famous, she has to understand that's why he reads the poem to you before he leaves, because that's why it makes sense for you to approach him when his head got too big yep. and he was full of shit. That's why you're the person that's approaching him backstage, like you said, that you're you're the person who's providing structure to the protagonist of the story, keeping him grounded or you at least the trying one, yeah, to. you the one to deliver the news. You the one is like, hey, this is going on. So and you know that. You ha- like she you has said, to know that bro. You're in Hollywood You've done plenty of movies before So my thought process is Why are you trying to sabotage this movie I don't get it bro I, I did not get that shit at all It's not as if they had her slutted out on there It's it not if they had popped home it up Yeah it wasn't nothing bad about her in this movie Come Or on, anything man. for her to come out and say Oh this didn't happen this way She knows she, I don't give a shit you read the, He read the poem on Tuesday instead of Friday bro. Like nobody Who gives a who shit Who cares dude? Nobody and cares To bro. even pile on top of that with 50 I'm hot I was hot of him too on, But that make bro. more sense though It, nah, make more but sense it makes me. sense But like how long are you gonna be the petty nigga He's going to his grave that way That's, that's, that's sad Because 50 ta- more talented than that That's his brand We've seen, though nah, But look though We've seen power Power's crazy. We know he got the BMF stuff coming. We know he talented in this field, or allegedly so, from executive producing films and things like this. So for you to go out of your way and shit on this and say it was a bad movie, Day one. when it was 10 times better than your movie, it gives me some type of... I'm holding back now when, when, when you put your name on stuff because now I feel like, hey, this was all right, and you shitting on it totally. You were hating. Yeah, exactly. You were hating... Not even giving your artistic point of view from being a right. director or a producer. You got TV shows. You couldn't swallow that shit for a day and be like, you know what? This was I. Right. I didn't get it. He outbidded me. This dude, what's my man name? TJ Hutton. LT Hutton. He outbidded me. He wrote a better story than me. You couldn't swallow that for one second and be like, you know what? Cool. Good job, bro. No, wonder how I would have did it, but good job. This this is how I knew. First of all, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't see it. That's number one. You don't think he went to see it? You think he no. just put that out there? No, I just wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I'm not saying he didn't. I just wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. I ain't going to say that. Number two, for, for a little backstory, 50 and L.T. Hudden, who is the producer of this movie, had a little bit of a bidding war for the BMF rights. 
50 ended up winning and getting the rights to put that allegedly that's coming on stars soon. But need that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, but here's the thing. When 50 went in his IG rant, he this is how I knew he was full of shit. He even said, and I'm not even hating y'all. This shit is actually when you have to say that, that means you're hating, bro, because you feel that what you're saying sounds like hate because you know it is. So you have to try to clear it up. That's like saying, oh, my mama. No, bro. We already know you lying. So like, bro. And then you may get Richard die trying the movie. Am I missing something? Trash. Is that Scarface? Trash. Is that a classic? Because I saw it and it was just some look cool. If that. At best. If that. Nigga made Before I Self Destruct. Do anybody remember that? <laughs> Do you remember that DVD that came with the shitty ass album? I don't believe it was a DVD with that. That's, what I, that's my point. So for you to no, go wait, out of your it way. It was a DVD with that? Yes. It was a movie or something? Yeah, before real? I self-destruct. No way. That, that's what, bruh, to go out of your way, the movie has been out for 10 minutes, and to shit on it in the way you did, and I saw it, and it wasn't nowhere near as shit as you claimed it to be. Right. You was as pet. But fit, that's his brand, though. I expect nah. that from him. Jada disappointed me. Her brand is different. Her brand is Oscar so white. She Her brand it. is I'm boycotting this because there's no black faces. Did she do that for Will, though? Probably. <laughs> I mean, but I'm how they will then. You mean, wait a minute, Oscar like, so white she, shit or this right here? Nah, did she come out and say this? Like, cause she didn't want Will to think that she had a closer connection with. Pop. Nah, they they got pictures hugged. Everybody knew that. I mean, I ain't gonna say everybody, but people knew school, that they were tight. They was in high school. Though. It was an art school or whatever the fuck. High it was. school, whatever. Before it was. they graduated, that's what I'm saying. So like, Man, did she Will, do this? Will did she, did about she do that. this because she feel like he may be insecure? Bro, Will Smith is somewhere right now with three Korean that's bad not, bitches laid true. up. I mean, you're goddamn true. lie. Let's Will not Smith? Slander. Let's not slander my uncle Will Smith. That's not slandering. He's beast uncle. mode. They got an open shit He's going on. He's married. They ain't got no agreement? Nah. Craziest fuck. If they had an agreement, she wouldn't shit it on this movie. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Man, Go if they ain't got an agreement. Yeah, okay. She wouldn't shit it on this movie. I feel like that this would like, she would have liked this if she wasn't married to Will Smith. Like, appreciating what Pac left as far as a legacy. I don't think that this diminished anything that Pac had as a legacy. Everything the dude brought to the table, especially being a rookie in the movies. Now, the ending was some slaw. Oh, we got, we're going to get to that. Okay. In just a second. Don't even worry about right. it. So, with that being said, I think that everything that Benny Boone brought to the table being an – a new guy in the movie game. Relatively speaking. Relatively speaking. So it was dope. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, like, I wasn't sitting there like, okay, well, what about this? Well, what about that? And what about this? And for the people who were, you're digging too deep. You're looking for a documentary. And this is not a documentary. Already. This is a biop. Right. Like, Big Psych is not going to be in here. No. The outlaws are not going to be in this movie. They was in there, though. They was in there. The, they just weren't named. That's what I'm saying. They just weren't like, like You're not going to have conversations and thought process or uh, plot twist or anything involving the outlaws. Yeah, you may get a little thing like you do with X-Men, and you say, oh, that was <laughs> such and such. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? You'll get that. In the and cut. that's cool. And we can keep that going. And when they do the outlaws movie, maybe they can use cool. the same actors. Cool. But now I don't need Big Psych saying, oh, this and that. Like, I don't need that. Not, so, and, All I need is this Spock story. And what I got was cool. And, and Skyface, with the utmost respect, and I understand because he was close to the situation. But, bruh, saying that if Big Psych ain't in the movie, if MC Breed ain't in the movie, bruh, hmm. 
But like, like, bro, like, come on, man. We make you making see, a feature okay, film in Hollywood, like G. you see, and that's Scarface. With all due respect, Scarface was totally tied in. He Absolutely, knew Pac. he knew the people around him, so I get him saying that, bro. That's not but realistic, one thing. Man. Like you said, he has to realize that's not realistic. It's not, bro. It's not, you're making a feature film for general, uh, not only diehard Pac fans, but also casual Pac fans, casual hip hop fans, casual Pe- hip hop fans. People that seen NWA and was like, "Oh, this is dope. What's the next one? Absolutely. Oh, it's Tupac. I don't really know who this is, but I'll go see it because I like NWA because I like Notorious. Right. That's so. That's come on now. Now, now one thing I will say: when I walked out of the movie, I tried to think of something that they left out that I wouldn't have mind seeing and the only thing I could think about is when he got to fight with the Hughes brothers. I thought that was I thought that would have been funny. I was listening to an interview <laughs> like the podcast. I was listening to a podcast with uh Benny Boom and uh LT. Yeah LT Hood. Yeah. And they were talking about Benny Boom said one of his first jobs as a production assistant was working for the Hughes brothers. On their next film after that, where they got into it with Park. Right, right, right. His job was to look out and make sure that Park wasn't coming on set trying to whoop their ass. That's crazy. He said he lost all respect for the Hughes brothers after that. And I would have too. He said, like, everything that I learned about them, knew about their movies, been in society, or whatever it may be, I was like, after that, and he was like, all right, your job is to keep a lookout around me and make sure Tupac didn't approach me and hit me in my mouth. Yeah, it's crazy. Both of them. That, so I I thought if anything was left out, that would have been entertaining because it, he famously snapped off in the Minister Society reading. Totally. And that was kind of like the turning point of him changing, so to speak. So Not, that not was, Minister Society, Poetic Justice, right? No, he was in the Minister Society reading because he was supposed to play the Muslim friend. Ah, uh, yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot his name. But he was supposed to play that person, but he snapped off in the reading. and Beat the ass. And then he ended up seeing dude at a, um, a video I think MC8, somebody video and it ended up fine on them. So a Spice One video. So I thought th- I thought they left that out. That could have been interesting. It's not that deep that it's not there. I'm not tripping. But some of the things I didn't like, if I can understand somebody saying the intro was 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 a little bit jumbled because they had to cover a lot of ground in such a short period of time. Because honestly, people want to see that death. They want to see the rap pop error. And they want to see like the superstar part. You know what I'm saying? You, you kind of have to go through the motions at the beginning. Okay, here's him being born. Here's what his mama was on. Here's right. what his family was on. Here's how we moved. Here's how he met Jada. Here's how he moved to the West Coast. Like, you're going to have to. This you is got to set two, up the plot lines. Bro, you, ha- you can't spend 30 minutes on him as a 10-year-old, bro. You just can't. Or on him in the studio with Big Psych and Noop making all eyes on you me. You can't do that either. You feel me? Like, like it's just not... Bro, Malcolm X was three and a half hours long. Do you really want to make a Malcolm X Pac movie, bro? I'm not. I'm not sitting in the theater for four hours, bro. If it was a series, I'd do it. Of course. Like you mean, like if they did, like yeah, Kill they Bill, dropped the Netflix. Ah, no, uh, no, nah, 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 like a Netflix. ten piece. Yeah, like you give me the yeah, ten of course. piece. See, okay. OJ came out last year. It was critically acclaimed. Or that. Or the, that four piece, the four piece like that. Here, here we go. The o, No, I'm saying the OJ, the FX shit when they yeah. had Cuba Good. And that was a 10 episode joint. I was 10 episodes. That shit was fire. Now, you could do a Pac series like that and cover more but ground. But you got to base it strictly around one thing, though. That's 10 hours. You got you can work with that. That's 10 hours. You can work but, with that. But it was focused on the trial, though. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, of course. So, like, I can't do them 10 hours and go from Pac childhood to Pac death. If you could in two and a half, you could do it in 10. But people's, people's argument are 
that he didn't do it well in the two and a half. So I feel like if you take them 10 and you focus on the murder, the night of the murder, or you focus on everything leading up to all eyes on me, something of that nature, then it's a lot better than going through it the whole time. Because you get to go with a fine right. tone. Yeah, let's go, yeah, let's go through everything. Like, I think the the one thing in in – doing documentation of Tupac that people have failed to do is focus on one particular thing because he was so outstanding as an artist and he was spread so far. Right. Like he had the poem, the, excuse me, he had Ooh. the poems and everything Acting. like that. Acting. Yeah. The, the, Activism. The, all of that stuff. Yeah. And people try to cover everything. If someone were able to focus on one thing. Then you're not, that's not Pac then. That's not Pac, but still no one has done that either. That's not a documentary. But, but no one has done that. Like, but, if you were to focus on the poems, or if you were to focus on the activism, or if you were to focus on just the rap, like, no one has done that because they try to cover everything. And that's to, why people are so upset with the movie, with the documentaries, with murder rap, with saying, oh, this ain't how it happened. But because you need context, they want you though. to cover everything. You need context. That's why. Because you don't un- you're not going to get the full picture if I only give you a piece. I but need to know why he's If I'm he's only speaking to towards a piece, though, then I can do that. People want people feel like they need the liberty to be like, I got to cover everything when I'm talking about a po- That's what people me. want. Exactly. They want it, but it would be more effective if it wasn't that way. I like, agree. It, oh, no, I agree right, with that. You know what I'm I agree like, with that. Exactly. I so agree if, with that. if you were able to just take one part of Pac and dissect all of it and be like, okay, here's this. Thorough. That's exactly. cool. Exactly. And you get four different people to do that, then you get a, a better understanding as far as one person trying to dissect all of it. I, no, I, I agree with that. Um, now, I will say this, though. Now, let's, let's get into the ending. Mm-hmm. Now, I agree with you. And I think this is why the majority of people walked out of there saying that they didn't like it. Because in a movie, if you don't stick the landing, everything else that happened before it is almost borderline null and void. Unless you're just really processing everything. Because that's the last thing you remember. It's actually the opposite with music. With music, the first, the first parts of the album stick with you the most. That, that sets the tone. True. So if the first song is ass... Nah, like these these next shits better be fire. Facts. So it's different with a movie. It's the ending that better be fire. When is the last time you saw a fire ass movie with a whack ending? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's gonna be tough to think of that because I'm gonna ask you. Let's say you saw a fire ass movie with a whack ending yesterday, and I said, "Hey, bro, with that movie hitting on?" You'd be like, "Ah, oh, it's cool." You said, you'd have been like, "Because oh, that the ending takes everything down." I think that's what some people why they were left with a bad taste in their mouth. He was laying in the street after he got shot. And the song that came on, oh my god, was a gospel song by Donnie McClurkin. That I like. Huh. Now there was no church scenes in here. There was no mention of any type of gospel. Anything. It didn't fit the tone of the movie at all. It killed the ending, in my opinion. Now, if they would have played "Life Goes On" or "How Long Will They Mourn," I would have cried. Or I, I would have said I ain't mad at you. How long would they mourn me? I ain't mad at you. How long would they mourn me? Now, um, hold on. No, I would have cried if they had to play one of them three. L- listen. I ain't going to lie. And just for people that don't know what, what that is, let's play. This is Life Goes On. If they would have played this right here, picture him laying in the street. The picture the camera panning up like a drone Man, or something where you can verse? see people sitting in the, in, in the streets mourning and sick. 
picture this while this play. plays. If they would have played that song with him laying in the ground and the camera panning up in slow mo and showing people crying and how it affected his death, goddammit, I would have lost it. It would have been probably one of my the one of the two movies that I've ever cried at with my girl in this one. <laughs> That would have been it, dude. They played Life Goes On right there with Pop Pop Down. In the street? How many brothers fell victim to the streets? I'd have been done. I saw on air. Have a party at my funeral where let every rapper rock and let the hoes that I used to know from. Come on. Nah, you done fucked the line up. From way before. Kiss me from my head to my toe and don't do me like that. Dude. All right, there you I'm go. I'm there on Pop Dog. Listen. I'm there. If they would have played that at Give the. Give me a paper and a pen so I can write about my life and sing. Go ahead. You done? If they would have played that. <laughs> Fuck it. If they would have played that at the end instead of that bullshit ass gospel song, this would have been on NWA level. <laughs> Fuck it. This would have been on NWA level straight out of Compton if they would have played that Life Goes Fucking right, On at the right, end. I well, put that on everything. Relax, relax. Speaking it. of it being on NWA level, before we wrap up this segment, tell mm-hmm. me where you rank this with NWA, with Get Rich or Die Trying, with the rest of the biopics. Notorious. Notorious. Tell me where you put this. If Compton is an A, on the well, wait, wait, what? If what? If it's an if it's straight out of Compton, straight out of Compton is, an Compton a, is an a, okay. And Notorious is a B. No, it's not true. I'm just saying for me, because okay. I, I I wasn't mad at Notorious. If you watch Notorious now, it's a little too light. It's a little too silly. Just a little bit. It's, it's not cool. dark. It's not serious at all. Right. Um, I, it might have been PG thirteen. I don't think about. Well, anyway, might have been rated G. Man, but it's not a bad movie though. I'm not gonna do that. I would say that's a B, B minus. If this, so this Pac movie, Get Richard I trying. I'm not even mentioning. Mm, um, a mile better a than mile. that. A mile is pretty good though. A mile is a B plus. A mile better than this Tupac movie. <sighs> nah. Bear, well, what about uh, what about I'm about it? Is that in this? I'm, let's be honest. I'm about it. Really, that good. Okay. This is, I mean, it's it's it, P. It really, it really is, though. I mean, it, it is, but it really isn't because he's biting Scarface on. He's doing a lot of biting on it, and it's low budget. That's a fact. Okay. It's, it, we let that. It's not fair. This is big budget movies. Okay. All right. I get it. Um, I'll say eight miles of B plus. I'll say this was a B plus. And uh, but I'm gonna be honest. A huge part was that I was finally seeing Pac on screen. I'm gonna be honest. Like that was major. The nostalgia, the hearing those songs bang through the speakers. I don't give a fuck if it's Hail Mary and he recorded it in September instead of July. I don't care, dude. At that point in the movie, I was hype about that shit. It right. sounded good. Right. Dude looked uh, just like Pac. People, you know what I'm saying? I, I was cool with it. I didn't give a fuck about his voice five minutes after I heard it. Like it, all that stuff niggas was exaggerating. I don't care if the family was in on this or not. I'm only talking about the film. I, I, I just don't. People are worried about the small things. You forgot Pop did Hail Mary and Straight Outta Compton. You did. You remember that? He was, yeah. He was Go right. watch Straight Outta Compton again and look at the scene where Dre rushes, runs out of Death Row offices and then the fucking helicopters and the police. Bro, come on. Like let's p- go go back to the last scene where he goes, "What you gonna call that shit?" And he turns around slow Man, and then stares yeah. at him. After Matt, like, come on! Now th- these movies aren't flawless, bro. If you want to put the microscope up to the shit, mm-hmm. so like I can't I can't do this pop movie like that. There was a lot of scenes that I fucked with, and I thought I thought it was good. It was entertaining, dude, and it brought back a lot of memories. Like fuck it. Now before we get to this music break, we have to talk about our movie going experience. Mm. I'm never going to this theater ever again. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. What's the what theater? Atlantic Station. Oh, uh, you gonna shit on them like that? Absolutely. Mm. Never going back. First of all, we Atlantic go, Station where? Nigga, in the A, motherfucker. I know where Atlanta, we at. Georgia. 
I'm not going back unless they give me like a deal or something. I'll show up for that. But uh or like a premiere. But anyway, we get there, we see securities there. That's for that's first sign. Okay, that's we doing the security because the Pac movie is out? Okay, bro. That's real, number one. Real security though, like I know guns, like tough big, big dog people in all black standing outside the theater. SWAT like team about security. to go down. So we go in there. I say about an hour and a half in. They were at the scene with Pac, a dope scene where Pac was in court telling the Giving a speech about how the judge wouldn't look at him. One of the better scenes in the movie. Fire scene. We hear a loud... We're sitting in the front of the theater because it's slammed. Well, nah, we, we was in the middle. Let's but that was the front set of rows. like that. That was the front set of rows. We got there fairly early, so we was in the middle. Okay. 